the latest on Yellow Jackets basketball, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Oh, he takes the outlet pass. He soars up and dunks it down. Oh, and more left a crater under the basket. We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Welcome in, Yellow Jacket fans. The postseason has arrived, and your Yellow Jackets head into it on a win streak as we welcome you to a new edition of the Josh Pastor Radio Show live tonight in Greensboro, North Carolina, where tomorrow at 2 o'clock your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets will take the floor for the opening round of the ACC tournament, a rematch against Florida State at Greensboro Coliseum. Can't wait to bring you that action, but the Yellow Jackets do so on the heels of a big closing week in ACC play, a school record three-point shooting performance in the route of Syracuse on Tuesday, and then Saturday in Chestnut Hill, rallying from that nine-point deficit midway through the second half to knock off a very high Boston College team 73-65. Yellow Jackets 5-2 over their last seven ACC games. So throw away the seed, throw away uh, the bracket. It's a brand new season, but Georgia Tech certainly hoping to continue how they ended the regular season as we get set to tip off in the ACC tournament tomorrow. My name is Andy Demetra. Over this next hour, we will talk Georgia Tech basketball with head coach Josh Pastor, and we look forward to doing it with you. Phone lines are open tonight on the Josh Pastor Show, so get those questions lined up. 404-231-1680. Once again, 404-231-1680. Coach Pastor, I know you look forward to hearing from your Yellow Jacket fans tonight, and you gave them a lot to cheer for these past couple of games. Welcome in. How are you? Doing well. We're here in Greensboro. Uh, <clears throat> we flew directly from Boston College right to here to uh, Greensboro just to start our uh, stay for the, the Grandover Hotel here in Greensboro, which brought us great luck um, a couple years ago for the for the ACC championship and um, hopefully can uh, duplicate that. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about from last week, two outstanding road wins, two gas station trips. Two long gas station yep, receipts, two, too. Two, yep, two big receipts. So um, that was uh, that was important, and um, <clears throat> and then uh, and there's some things that we can talk about, obviously coming up to the for this week, and and um, some great stats to to uh, share that I'm excited about, just as in terms of you know now that the regular season has ended, I'm just kind of where some of the things with the way we've played in the last month of the season but also some stats for the overall season as well too so to discuss that and you know a lot to talk about and we can start with uh Syracuse on on Tuesday yeah let's do that so you head inside the JMA wireless dome and you walk out with a 96-76 win and frankly the game wasn't even that close you guys sink a school record 18 threes you do it in 40 attempts for an average of 45 percent first time in school history Two Yellow Jackets had seven or more threes in the same game. Last Terry was 7 of 10. Miles Kelly was 7 of 14. He winds up with a career-high 30 points. And everywhere he looked in the box score, it seemed like you encountered a new milestone. Javon Franklin recorded the fifth triple-double in school history, the first by a non-guard, 14 points, 15 rebounds, a new career-high 10 assists. Cal Sturdivan had a career-high 20 points as well. You dished out 27 assists as a team, which was your most in an ACC game since 28 versus North Carolina State in 1993. You kept on waiting for Syracuse to put forth a run, 
it never materialized. And on top of that, I think the only thing we joked about that's more rare than seeing like an 80-degree day in Syracuse in late February was seeing Syracuse basketball play man-to-man. But that's how hot you guys were. You chased Jim Beheim out of his fabled <laughs> 2-3 zone. Uh, so it was an electric night offensively. I know you broke things down. You, you even said afterwards you played about as perfectly as you could have hoped in that Syracuse game. But what really stood out to you watching your guys execute their offense and have it reflect in uh, the kind of numbers you posted? Yeah, well, first off, uh, Andy, you know, uh, I mean, to, to go into Syracuse and to, uh, well, to win any road game is hard, but to do it at Syracuse is really hard. And um, I told the guys before the, actually before the, the um, uh, in the pregame locker room, I said, hey, the reality of it is for us to win the game, we might need to shoot 53s. In our past, a plan against Syracuse, we've had we've had good success against against Syracuse. We've had good success against the zone. Part of that has been based that we have not lived and died by the three. We've been really good points in the paint. We've known how to score it in the paint um, and the stuff that we do within our zone offense. Uh, we're, we're good at being able to find those gaps. However, that was based on our personnel. I mean, you look at some of the guys we've had in the past, whether it's, you know, the Ben Lammers or Josh Okogi or, or Moses Wright and Jordan Usher and, you know, James Banks. And, you know, we just had different guys in the past where we were able to do some different things in the middle of the zone. And, um, <clears throat> but I felt for this year's team that it wasn't going to be a situation where we we're going to be able to take less threes and really just beat them by points in the paint. We were going to have to win the game through making threes. And I told the guys, look, we're probably going to need to shoot 53s this game. And you said that with a little bit of hyperbole, but you well, weren't that far off. No, no, but I, 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 I meant it. I mean, I really felt like we need to be ready to shoot. Fi- for us to win the game, I said we need to go 18 for 50. That's what I said. We need to, if we go 18 for 50, we're winning the game, and that's 36% from three. And I felt our best way to the way, you know, we talk about .5 mentality um, offensively, that the ball's not sticking, it's moving, .5, that, the, that the, the, you know, you get it, you move it drive it shoot it it's not sticking we've been much better at that as of as of late but what i would say though is um i really believe for the way that we needed to play and what we needed to do we needed to shoot a lot of threes and um now we didn't shoot 50 we shot 40 10 less and we made 18 so we actually had a better percentage um than what i initially (coughs) had had planned for that all being said i thought us you know defensively you know we got some you know because early in the first half i felt Man, we might score. We're, I mean, we were on pace to get like 120, 70, you know, in the 60 the first half. You know, we were just scoring at such a level. But we weren't getting – defensively, and it might, they were scoring some, but we, we were not letting Gerard score. And I felt that in that game, um, Gerard could beat you, which he beat us the first time. And I said, hey, other guys can score, but we Gerard, if as long as Gerard doesn't have a big game like he did against us the first time, we had 28 and he can beat you, the other guys, I didn't single-handedly could just overcome the game and beat you. And so we did a nice job on Gerard. We did some different things defensively, obviously made adjustments that needed to be made. But we were just outstanding. I thought just it was, and you're right, when you talked about a near-perfect, near-no-flaw game, <laughs> and, I, and I say this, you know, it was, and I told this to the staff the next day when we met. 
it was like the, the closest thing that I can remember. And it was almost like a surreal moment being in that game because there was times we, you know, because we only really played five guys. I mean, we didn't, you know, Jalen Moore played a little bit, but those five guys were so hot. They were playing so well, it was hard to sub them. And I, and I know there was probably some times they were tired and we needed to take a timeout, but I didn't want to mess up the momentum, the rhythm, the flow, any of the energy that was going with that. I actually told the staff the next day, I was like, the closest thing that I've ever seen a team be as about as perfect as that game was the 85 George, Villanova-Georgetown game where it was just nearly a perfect game. And I'm telling you, I don't care who we would have played that night, the way we played. Yeah, because people want to make a lot about the deficiencies of Syracuse's zone this year. And, it, yeah, their numbers aren't as sharp as they have been in seasons past. But as Randy and I were saying afterwards, you guys created – a Absolutely. lot of those open looks as well. So it was good ball distribution, running good sets, guys cutting hard off the ball. That more than uh, the, the zone-lacking intensity yeah, accounted for it, why you guys found yourself in such good shots uh, in the half court. It, yeah, it, it didn't It didn't have a, uh, anything to do with Syracuse. and I mean, it, uh, nobody had – it's hard to do that to, to Syracuse. And, and I would tell you that I don't care if it was um, North Carolina with Dean Smith or Roy Williams or – Duke with Mike Krzyzewski or back in the Big East days with John Thompson in Georgetown or mm-hmm. Lou Carseneca, Carnesecca, Carnesecca. Yeah. There, you know, I'm not the best. That's why I always use numbers, um, you know. But um, uh, uh, St. John's. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. The, the they never they never they never went man to man against those guys, mm-hmm. no matter what the situation is. So that's how well we played for for them with 15 minutes to go in the game. And that's where it's people can say what they for him to go to man to man the last 15 minutes. I turned to you. I says, what the heck is they're going man? I've never even seen anything like it. You turned to us during the broadcast during the as broadcast the game was as going the game on. Was we'd going like on. to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. So I, there, yeah. As the game actually as the play as we were dribbling the ball down the court, I turned to you. Can you believe they're going man to man? So I say all that to say that that that. We played it literally like it was like the 85 Villanova-Georgetown game. We were that good, that near perfect. It was one of those nights. It was surreal that it did force him. And not it wasn't like the last two minutes. We were so good that for the last 15 minutes of the game, they went man-to-man. And, of course, that's not easy to guard, go man-to-man, if you're, especially with Princeton stuff, that the way we cut and move mm-hmm. when you haven't you know played against that and um, or practiced against it. And, uh, um, you know, and look – it was just a it was a it was an incredible game just from all the way around we did a great job on Gerard. i think he had 10 points on 11 shots or vice versa vice versa 11, 11 points, points on 10 but shots only 3 of 10 from the field we really i thought i thought us changing defenses kept him frustrated a little bit um javon franklin as you mentioned had a triple double um in points assists and rebounds and was just was outstanding i mean it's hard to get that triple double in college basketball in a 40 minute game and as you mentioned uh, he, it was the seventh in the history of Georgia Tech. Fifth. fifth. I'm sorry. Fifth in the history of Georgia Tech. First for a front court guy, or uh, and technically he was a center for us in this game. And, and I think what other stat you said about the Power Five, if you could. Yeah, so to find the last Power Conference player yep. in a Power Conference game to have a triple-double that included 15 rebounds. I mean, you, know, you see some guys yeah. who get 12 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, yeah. but 15 rebounds is another level. The last time that it happened, a triple-double that included 15 rebounds in the Power Conference game, you had to go back 11 years. Royce White, who was a first-round pick of the Houston Rockets, he did that for Iowa State versus Texas A&M. Javon joins him. Yep. So just to to join that type of company, to be able to do that was just – 
I mean, it was incredible, and uh, he was in, he was outstanding. I mean, some of those rebounds that he had just above the above the above the square, and 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 again, Miles Kelly, who had a career high, was on fire. Lance Terry, I mean, to have two guys hit seven threes, Kyle Sturdivant a career high, and um, let's not neglect Debo. But I was just about no, But I was just about to say, I thought Debo Coleman was was our MVP that that didn't sh- and then didn't show up in the box score. Yes, he had eight assists, which was a career high. But defensively, the things and the way we played defensively and what we did and how he did it, his toughness, his winning plays, the way he moved the ball. And, and listen, he had a couple that just went in and out so uh, of shots. So he, he was our MVP without scoring of what he scored because the way he moved, he took big charges defensively what he did. Uh, I know we got to go to break, but just a, a quick follow-up on that on Miles Kelly was ACC Player of the Week this week. Um, so just uh, want to give a lot of recognition to Miles on that. And Miles Kelly, great great for uh, Miles. Yeah, earned that award today. You asked me, when was the last time you saw Syracuse play zone? I think I said, play not, man. I mean, man, I, I believe I said, not now, Coach. I'm busy. I'm calling. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. Uh, let's hear from you tonight. 404 231 What other head coach would, co- during the broadcast, talk to you during the game while the game was going? There's only one coach that would you're, do that. You're one of one, yeah. no doubt. We got plenty more with that man, Josh Pastor, here on our season ending edition of the Josh Pastor Radio Show. Like we said, phone lines are open. Jump in. 404 231 1680. We'll take our first time out on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one-selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the east side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails plus live music and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Everybody has a jillion things going on these days, so at Apartments.com, we help you stay on top of your apartment search with powerful tools like saved searches and instant alerts. Alert. You just enter what you want. Alert. Like location, price, and amenities. Alerto. And Apartments.com will alert you as soon as those places become available. Alert. Here's your perfect place. Thanks, me. And you can customize your alerts somehow. I think I set mine to Mr. Snarky. You do hear me. Maybe I can change mine to British. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. 
one of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Fans, there's magic when we cheer together. Let's create some magic with an ice-cold Coke. Cheers. Live in Greensboro tonight for our season-ending edition of the Josh Pastor Show. Of course, tomorrow, 2 p.m., ball gets tipped on the postseason as your Yellow Jackets take on the Florida State Seminoles opening round of the ACC tournament in Greensboro, North Carolina. Coach, if memory serves, the last time you faced Florida State at Greensboro Coliseum in an ACC tournament, Ended pretty well. I think there was some confetti falling uh, well, at games. And end. I think I think in that game we set the ACC record for the it was at the most forced turnovers, most steals. A- ACC tournament record, tournament record. most turnovers for us, twenty five. Twenty five, which I'm sure is rattling in Leonard Hamilton's brain as uh, he breaks down the scouting report of you guys tonight. Again, that game is at two o'clock. Network pre t- uh, pregame one thirty on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Four zero four two three one sixteen eighty is the number to call tonight. Got a couple of uh, Yellow Jacket fans queued up. Coach, ready to hear from them? Ready. All right, let's begin with David. David, welcome in. You are live with head coach Josh Pastor. Coach, thanks for it. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, coach, first of all, congratulations to you and your players. You uh, you kept it positive, and congratulations for all the all the recent success. And I had two questions, if you don't mind. One is, uh, would love for you to give an update on Davion and Rodney. The last couple of games, you know, I've scanned the the bench and I haven't seen them and wanted to see kind of what their status was. And then my second question, uh, it didn't look like Kyle or Lance were uh, part of the senior day festivities. And I was wondering if that was because we might have the good fortune of having them come back one more year. Thanks. David, thanks for the, thanks for the call. Really appreciate your support uh, on your first part about how we kept it together. And I still say there's still a place for the power of positivity. You know, I mean, yes, we were, we didn't, and I've said it, David, I've said it many times. <clears throat> I mean, January was just, it was just a bad month, you know, as in terms of, you know, we had a great win at versus Miami, a top 15 win. But other than that, we just did not play well. There's no other way to, to talk about it. We just, we did not play well. And, to the credit of our young men, of these of these young guys, uh, the the staff, you know, the assistant coaches, the staff just did a great job on keeping the guys together, and and really just the the you know there's something to be said for for the power of, of positivity. There's 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 a, that still can go a long way. And and what I would tell you is, um, you know, when you're when you're backed in the corner like we were, David, you know, we were we were backed in there and you and I've said it many times you got two options you're either going to lay down and get in the fetal position just continue to get kicked or you're going to punch your way off kick your way off do whatever you've got to do to 
to fight to give yourself a chance and that's what we've done and we've really you know changed the way we've played we've had to reinvent ourselves in a sense we've had to reinvent of who we are and what we're doing and we've changed in some things and and that's kind of a Georgia Tech way you know Georgia Tech way is not to complain about problems but to be solution solution focused and okay here's our issue how do we fix it and and to be a solution th- deal, and, and that's sort of how Georgia Tech operates. And I felt we were a mirror image of that in the way we found some solutions, reinvented ourselves, and was able to have good success. So it's just so darn proud of our young men, uh, so darn proud of, of, of the staff to help keep everyone together, and uh, just you know so proud of that. Second part of your question regarding uh, Davon Smith and Rodney Howard. Yes, Davon Smith, um, unfortunately his ankle still bothering him. And um, he will not be uh, able to play uh, this week. Um, just, you know, if, if we're fortunate enough to be able to win the ACC championship and continue playing, you know, he might be able to play after that. But right now, um, he's just not able to, to go due to, his, due to his ankle. And Rodney Howard, uh, he, he wasn't feeling well. And, um, and just because of how tough Georgia Tech is academically, I've always kind of had the the um, uh, thought process of when guys aren't able to play instead of being on the road and missing class to try to leave them, you know, make sure they continue to go to class if, if uh, um, you know, when we're on the road, if they're not able to play just so we just based strictly on, on how, you know, how hard Georgia Tech is. And I'm sure, David, you being a Georgia Tech grad, you understand that and know that. Um, and then the second part, of your question regarding um, <clears throat> Lance Terry and Kyle Sturdivant. Yes, we did not do senior day for them because both guys will be back next season. So uh, they, they due to the COVID additional year, they both will be able to come back. And uh, Lance Terry and Kyle Sturdivant are playing as well as anybody right now in the entire ACC. And so great news for Georgia Tech and for our team and program that both guys will, will be back for next season. And that, that will be their senior year, and then they'll use their senior day at the final home game next year. All right, David, great stuff. Thanks Thank so you, much. David. And uh, let's continue on the phone lines now where Jim has been waiting. Jim, welcome in. You're live tonight with head coach Josh Pastor. Go ahead. Uh, good evening. Well, the last month has really been great and fun to watch. And this past week, as you say, has been exceptional. And hopefully we can continue that kind of play in the tournament. Uh, my question two questions if i could one is with the short bench and with now smith out uh use of our timeouts and use of the uh tv timeouts you know the under 16 under 12 under 8 etc if you can steal a few minutes for franklin and a couple of the other guys and and get the benefit of you know the timeout as well i think that'll help us because uh it's going to be a grueling tournament and hopefully we can advance and it's all you know uh up to those six guys primarily and and you had a second go ahead jim go in your second question yep then i'll answer yep okay the second question is about the transfer portal and when uh will you be able to go out and talk to and recruit players from the transfer portal and we certainly, with Franklin leaving, need a big guy, and hopefully we can get uh, a couple. But uh, like to hear your comments on both of those. 
Yep, thanks, Jim. Thanks for your call and appreciate that. Uh, to, so to answer your first question uh, regarding uh, the use of timeouts, having less guys, how to use them, yes. I mean, that is something that I'm well aware of. Now, what I would tell you is I always like to have a – you know, late game, you like to have a timeout, maybe two, but at least one in case if – and you've got to think about this. We're playing Florida State. That's a pressured type of team. That's what they do. You're up late. You need to get the ball inbound, something – you know, you can't get it in. You, I always like to have a timeout to save in the last minute. And sometimes I actually like to have two just for safety precautions because you just don't know when, you, you know, again, trying to get the ball inbound, something – happens you know you, you just just to have that as a comfort level for the guys that's one two is yes we'll have to be aware of the timeouts if i see the guys are tired because of our our you know you know playing very short rotation then we would you know if we need to use a timeout close to that almost getting a double back-to-back timeout uh um you know based on the media timeouts that being said, I think our guys are in really good shape and conditioning right now. I think they're really in a good spot, and I've talked to them about that. They've got to fight through it mentally. They've got to dig inside. They've got to be driven internally. They've got to have that 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 thrust inside them to say, I'm going to just empty my tank, and then you know, when there is a stoppage in play, catch your breath. When we do have the timeouts or the media timeouts, they are two minutes and 30 seconds. They've, they've got to be able to, to get their win there. So, yes, we are playing less, guys. They've got to fight through it. And um, um, But we, I am aware of, of how do we use the timeouts when, but also with the mindset that we need to save them one or two at the end. You know, if you need it to get the ball in bounds, win the game, whatever happens, all those type of things that go hand in hand. So you're trying to manage that as the course of the game goes. Your second question about the transfer portal. Um, the transfer portal technically by, by the NC2A rules opens up on Sunday, but there are some people already entering the transfer portal right now. We will Once somebody, per NCAA rules, once somebody enters the portal, we are allowed to communicate with them and and recruit them and contact them and all that good stuff. So uh, we're monitoring that very very closely. There's people that have already entered the portal today, and and we've already reached out to people that's entered the portal. And um, you know, whenever hopefully our season's not done until the championship game in in April. Uh, but if it's done before then, at any point, you know, in the next day or two, once we get back and reset. We will get right on the road and recruit and 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 be you know uh, aggressively attacking the transfer portal and um, um, and you know trying to recruit you know the best players that we can out of the portal. And the one thing I will just say, Jim, out of the portal that we all have to understand, um, you know that that when we're going to recruit the heck out of them, we got to make sure that the that the guys that that are coming here, their units from their prior school because we've recruited some guys that wanted to come but their transcripts would not let them get into georgia tech based on uh, progress towards degree based on the classes they took did not fit at anything at georgia tech on any of the majors and we couldn't get them in and i won't say their names but there was about three really good players that that we could not get in based on 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 progress towards degree. There's that's nothing against anything. That's just we're at a high level. You know, that's just part of the deal. We're at one of the highest levels of the most rigorous academic curriculums, and so if someone's taking classes that don't transfer in, 
per NCAA rules, then if you don't meet eligibility towards your degree, you can't get that kid in. So not only are we wanting to get the best players, but we've also got to then de- evaluate based on where they are in their transcripts. If they haven't graduated, can they get into school here and, and under the guidelines of meeting by NC2A progress towards degree? And that adds another level to what guys like Javon Franklin and Lance Terry have done this year, not only what they posted on the floor, but also knowing that they posted the work in the classroom at their previous stops to get admitted Absolutely. to Georgia Tech and resume their careers. And, boy, how would the season have been different had you not gotten some of the play of late from Lance Terry and Javon Franklin? We'll talk more about yeah. that. We and are and Lance, and I know, I know we're a little behind, but Lance, you know, not having Lance during those few games, uh, there's two things that hurt us this year. I mean, there's a lot of things I can go back, but just real quick, Lance Terry being out with that four-game inj- stretch of that injury and Javon Franklin being hurt. If you remember, he oh, yeah. hurt himself in North Carolina, the very like third play of the game on his groin. Baycott fell on him, and he was out for a while. Um, you know, so, so that and it took him a while to get back. And then when he got back, he got the flu during that segment. It was two different segments of the season. Both guys had injuries. We, and that was our segment where we didn't play overly well. And you look back, not having those guys during that time really hurt us. Well, you enter the postseason playing about as well, uh, in your own words, as any team in what should be a wide-open ACC tournament. We are live tonight from Greensboro, where it tips off tomorrow for your Yellow Jackets. We'll take another timeout. Back for more with head coach Josh Pastor after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech basketball, Scanna Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scanna Energy in cheering on the Yellow jackets this season. Sign up with Scanna today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANNER or visit scannerenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. Folks, you don't have to play the game to change the game and you don't need to be a scout to find the NASDAQ's most innovative players. You can become an agent of innovation by investing in Invesco QQQ ETF that gives you access to some of the top NASDAQ 100 companies revolutionizing the sport you know and love. Huddle up with the NASDAQ's 100 most innovative companies in one ETF. Invesco QQQ is the official ETF of the NCAA. There are risks involved with investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs are subject to risks similar to those of stocks. Investments focused in the technology sector are subject to greater risk and are more greatly impacted by market volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies traded on the NASDAQ. An investment cannot be made directly into an index. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit Invesco.com for a prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully before investing. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. 
Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. There's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. You might have seen the ACC hand out his postseason awards this afternoon. Isaiah Wong of Miami earned ACC Player of the Year. No surprise, Kyle Filipowski of Duke, ACC Rookie of the Year. Most improved player was Quinton Post of uh, Boston College, whom you only saw for a couple of minutes. He rolled his ankle in that game on Saturday. Uh, sixth man of the year was Nike Sabandi, Defensive Player of the Year, Reese Beekman for Virginia. I know you had lobbied hard, Coach, for Javon Franklin to be named ACC All-Defensive. He got some votes, not enough to crack the All-Defensive list, but uh, Javon continues to raise his game to a completely different level here down the stretch, not just the rebounds and the scoring, but the way he's affecting things with his leaping ability and his rebounding and his shot-blocking ability. Uh, he's really been good for you. And before we get to Anthony, who's on the phone lines. I just have a question about Javon. Um, when you committed to playing this small ball lineup with Javon at the five, I, I'm sure when you recruited him out of South Alabama, you may have envisioned him occupying that small ball five role. But did you expect that he would become the kind of player he's been for you? Or has he done even better for you than maybe you predicted in the role that he's occupied down the stretch? Yes. And, and I want to answer that question. And I just I, I want to throw a couple stats so I don't get behind on the stats because these are important stats. Um, uh, I just want to make sure you know that Georgia Tech, we lead the ACC in three-point defense, you know, which is a great stat. We talk a lot about t- – and we've been really good in that in my time here. Multiple years we've led the league in, in three-point defense. And we're 17th nationally in, in defending the three. Our turnover rate of 10.8% turnovers per game is the lowest on record dating back to the 92-93 season. And the reason it starts in 92-93 was because that's the first year the NCAA recognized turnovers as an official statistic. Interesting. I didn't know that. That's an, that's yeah. crazy. I didn't, I, I didn't know that until yeah. I looked it up the other day. And so, um, and we have turned it over just nine and a half times per game in our in our last eight games, which is incredible. And that's, that, as a coach, Andy, I'm so proud of that stat because we talk about it so many times about taking care of the ball, playing a clean game, not turning it over. And and other than the the Virginia game, which was, you know, we just turned – we've been really good. And then and it, just taking care of the basketball, and we've been clean. And, and, and actually, in the last 35 years, Georgia Tech has had seven total times they've had five turnovers or less, five or four turnovers. Mm-hmm. They've never had less than four. In the last 35 years, prior to this year, only seven times. Well, this year we've had five games 
of five or less turnovers, which is just incredible. It shows you, you know, and I and I know people have talked maybe about the offense, and I think the change with have you know moving some things around, reinventing ourselves. Javon going smaller, but our ball security, how clean we've been, you know, like I said, in Georgia Tech history, only seven times in 35 years, five or less turnovers. We've done that five times this year. And um, um, and right now, our offensive efficiency rating in Ken Palm, which uses those stats, is a, is 104.3, which is the highest in our seven years here as you know as the, as with me being the head coach which is a great stat i just want to say two other quick stats and i'm going to talk that to was you a good uh, stat about the five turnovers or less where'd you get that from yeah five turnovers or less uh that, that was from uh that was from you yeah, by the way yes you. yes yes you're you are you're right good call on that credit snatcher right there. yes yeah, you yeah, are yeah. A, a, yes and, and andy d is the guy you know so uh you are incredible with what you do you're you're amazing i've I've said they should give you a long-term contract and wrap you up for a long term. You know, you're so good. And I mean that. You uh, you're you're phenomenal what you do. But I but the other thing I want to give two other quick stats. We've had um ten, three and I think I said this about the 10 three made threes, mm-hmm. three in a row. If we can get 10 tomorrow, that gives us the record of Georgia Tech. Um and um um and just again, just the just oh, we've had we're averaging in our last 8 games over a point per possession. The Georgia Tech record is 10 straight games of over a point per possession. So if we're able to do that, and if we can win tomorrow and win the next game, if you can have a chance to, you know, continue to build on that, but we've had eight consecutive games of over a point per possession. To, to answer your question on Javon Franklin, he, you know, again, it's taken him a little bit to adjust to this level. You got to remember, he was at Auburn for two years and didn't play. Now one was because of the injury, but, but also this, you know, the second, he just, he just didn't play. And so, so it's took him some time. He's had, you know, he had a one year due to, you know, he had a real bad injury in junior college. And so it took him time to adjust. It took him time to adjust to our system. And part of our program, we've done a really good job, which is a credit to the assistant coaches, is player development. Those guys have done a great job with getting guys better. We've just, you know, our guys have gotten better. And Javon Franklin is a guy that has continued to get better and, and, and the way he's playing. And that's why I lobbied for him to be, you know, all defensive team, just the way his shot blocking, his rebounding, his, I mean, even include his offensive rebounding, his assist. I mean, how many guys in this league have the shot block steals and rebounds as he does? I, I mean, it, you know, numbers are, you know, really Especially incredible. when given up about three to five it, inches every night against the opposing five. Our man. famous SID, Mike Moose Stamus, who's a legend at, in the ACC, list him, I think, in the in the media guide at 6'7", but he's really about 6'5". If that, I mean, he, you know, he's not that much taller than I am, and I'm six feet, you know, and so, um, um, so he's just, you know, what he does is really incredible, and um, he's been outstanding for us. I mean, it's been a real joy to watch him. He's such a sweet person. He's got a, he's just got a great soul. He's a great person. He represents Georgia Tech. I mean, he's just, he's a kind human being. Um, he's got a lot of love in his heart. And um, he's just, you know, he's just a good person. And so when you're seeing someone who's a good person uh, excel at the level he is athletically, it's, it's, it's a great story for him. And I'm really, really proud of him. Yeah, really rewarding to see Javon uh, in his first full extended season to play in major conference basketball post the kind of numbers he has during this final eight-game stretch of the regular season. All right, without further ado, Anthony's been waiting patiently on the phone lines. Anthony, welcome back. Go ahead. You are live with head coach Josh Pastner. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, hey, good on you, coach, and the players for getting validation for 
you stating that the team's a good shooting team. So it's finally good to see all that dropping for you. And a couple quick questions. One is that um, everybody, you kind of have to keep learning to keep growing. So when you reflect back on the year, what, what's the key thing that, that you learned about uh, this team and just coaching in general? And then the second question is, uh, the center court at McCamish, you know, uh, so many teams and uh, universities have their mascot or logo in the center court. Has that ever been considered to have buzz out there as a centerpiece, particularly in sports bars? You see it on TV. That just looks so much better than just the letters. And so, anyway, a couple questions there. Good luck for the weekend. I hope you brought clothes to take you through Sunday. Anthony, thank you for the call. Yep, I'm packed, ready to go all the way through, all the way, uh, all the way through uh, Saturday night and into, into the wee hours of Sunday morning. Um, uh, uh, yes, to, to your point about the shooting, I know I was in the preseason telling everyone we're going to be a really good shooting team, and, and I can't tell you how many times my my uh, my uh, my lovely wife would tell me during the season when we weren't shooting well. She goes, "You really jinxed it. You should have just kept your mouth shut." And not said anything in the preseason, and and I kept I, I and then I started believing her. I, I screwed. I'm the one who screwed us up by talking about it and saying how good of a shooting team we were. But you know, when you watched us in the summer and in the fall, and on our first two exhibit or two scrimmage exhibition games, we couldn't miss. I mean, we we were just we were incredible. And then I don't know what happened. You know, I, I wish I had an answer on that. But um, yes, I I knew how good of a shooting team we we were, and we just are a few months later than than maybe when I had said that we would. And so nevertheless, we've, we found where we were. Um, so there is some good validation that, that I wasn't, you know, uh, could be a little crazy, but not that crazy, that I knew that I, I, thought, I thought we were a good shooting team and it's kind of come to fruition for this month. Um, regarding what I've learned the most from this year, I mean, look, Anthony, you, 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 there's a lot of things. Every year when you're coaching, you, you look back, you're kind of, I like to say you're you're on the, you're in the middle of the ocean and, and you're in a ship and there's, you know, during this season, there's storms, there's just, you know, your boat's rocking back and forth and there's all kinds of stuff. And your job as the captain is trying to just get the boat to, 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 to shore and, 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 and land it safely on, on the shore. And so, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, it, and it's not until maybe after the season when it's done, do you, you have a really a chance to reflect, sit back and, and, and take things in and really, um, look backwards in a sense of what did we not do well and what did we do well and the changes and adjustments and tweaks and all those things that you've got to do in preparation for the following year. But I would say two things that stick out. And again, this is in hindsight, um, you know, as looking today and, and, and then how we've played the last month. I mean, number one is we've had we, we had to reinvent ourselves. I mean, we did have to reinvent ourselves. That's what we did. But part of reinventing ourselves is we went really small. And going small, and we put our best shooters on the floor in a sense, and I think that's really helped. And even putting, you know, like, I, I, you know, we've been really good offensively in my first five years for the most part in our cutting and moving. And I thought last year we were up and down. I think, and we, we had some times here and there this year, but I thought, you know, even going smaller and, and and because Javon's really not a center, I mean he's a he's more of a forward, a, you know forward slash wing type. To move him even into this we, to the small ball part, I thought was really really good for us. And I think the other thing, Anthony, is I've always been a big believer in playing a shorter rotation and less guys. And I probably had needed to stick to that. And I just probably this year didn't play as as shorter rotation. Was trying to find the rotation, trying to find the six or seven guys. We didn't get a lot of separation early, and it took us a while to get to this point, and maybe I should have, I probably should have just figured it out earlier. 
Um, and that, you know, I've got to do a better job on, on that, you know, moving forward. But we have found our niche. We have found our group. We have found our team of, as in terms of kind of what, what's working right now and the ball's going through the hoop. And so it's, it's everything's really good at, to, at this point right now. And we've, look, I mean, we've got other really good players. Unfortunately, guys like Davon Smith is hurt. You know, Rodney Howard and Tristan Maxwell have not been feeling well. So, so we still, those guys are really good players. We just haven't had a chance to, you know, uh, you know, Jordan Mecca's a good player. I mean, Fred's hasn't got a lot of time and he's a good player. Kirill's a good player. You know, we've got a good players and, and uh, we, but but because of the shortness of the rotation, if you're really playing six guys, it just has not allowed you to, um, you know, it's made it. You're just going with those six right now, and and that's probably been the right thing for our team. And I'm probably a better coach playing less guys when you're looking back at it. And last thing, Anthony, I I will say this about the buzz. I love the buzz logo. I have I will go on record and say I have said that since the day I've been here that I think they should pl- I love the buzz putting it on the floor. I volunteered to say that a few times should we put the buzz on the floor and this and that. So I'm a big believer in the buzz logo because I think that separates Georgia Tech on that. However, that being said at the what's at the half court and how the the arena's constructed on that. I I that's way above me. That's that's more for the uh um, you know, for uh, the people who, who, who designed the court or however the decisions on that with marketing and everything. And our court is, our, is a beautiful court. Um, but I always, and, I, and I always believe that the, the yellow jacket, the buzz, is a, you know, is a real cool um, deal. I mean, it's just it's, it's awesome. And I think it's a great separator for us. And, 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 we, and when we go out recruiting, I put it, I put it on the sh- some of our shirts that we have it along with the Georgia Tech, just with that big yellow jacket, that big buzz, because I think it is a separator for us. So I agree with you, Anthony. It's a great logo. It's a great trademark. It's really, really cool. And uh, But I will say, th- and I, the Georgia Tech McCamish floor is beautiful. And and it is one of the you know one of the great home arenas in the ACC. They did used to have buzz alongside the GT, uh, the center line at Alexander Memorial. So it has been a thing in the past. Maybe it'll be a thing in the future, but uh, we'll see. Well, ma- hey, question. Anthony, can you give ten million dollars? And then we'll name the rights of it, and then what you do, we'll, we will put the buzz on the floor. Yeah, you may also need to X out Bobby Kremen's signature and put Anthony's <laughs> on it. it with $10 For $10 million, million dollars, yeah. we could maybe do that. So if he's willing to write a $10 million check, we can make it work. <laughs> All right, we'll take another timeout. Back for more of the Josh Pastor Show after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. 
Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech Basketball, Scana Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scana Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. Discover the Lexus GX. It features an available powerful flat third row seat to accommodate your cargo. An available off-road package that includes an under-vehicle camera and the ability to confidently conquer multiple terrains. And Lexus Safety System Plus, an integrated suite of advanced active safety equipment. The Lexus GX. Experience life to the fullest in this rugged yet refined SUV. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Haga, hey, haga. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. It is our season-ending edition of the Josh Pastor Show. Thanks so much for listening all season long on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Unfortunately, Coach, we got a speed run through these last two segments, but uh, this particular stretch i want you to talk about the play of kyle sturdivant and how he has elevated not only his play but the play of the yeah. rest of the team kyle, uh, kyle sturdivant's been out he's not only been one of the best guards in the acc he's been one of the best guards in all of college basketball in the stretch um you know he, he's our team captain uh, uh on the north the, the the night before the north carolina state game i named him team told officially that he's our team captain and really since then he's just taken off He's dependable. He's reliable. He's tough. He's hard nosed. He's a winner. Um, he's just—he's been outstanding. And part of the reason our 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 play has improved—you've heard me say this many times—it's it, the game's about guard play, and he has been outstanding. I mean, our guard play has been really good, and he's been really good. And um, um, just you know, when he made those two shots against Boston College late in the game, kind of uh, the step back shots, Kyle, that that. Excellence is not accidental. You can't be excellent at something without 
putting hours and hours and hours of hard work. You can get lucky by winning the Powerball. You can get lucky in those type of things. You can't get lucky by being a really good player and being really good at something and being excellent. That just excellent. That just doesn't happen by by accident. And and every single day he's he's at, in the gym with with my associate head coach, Coach uh, Wilkins, every day. Whether he's the first one in the gym and he's the last to leave, it does. It's it's the, his routine, and he is a grinder, a worker, and when he makes those shots, it just didn't happen by accident. He worked at it, full speed, game speed, every single day, and that's why in those tough inv- shots, he's been a tough shot maker. Uh, double figures, eight of his last nine games, and in that span, Kyle, forty-four percent from three-point range, and so the numbers did not lie. Certainly in that clutch situation as you were trying to preserve and extend the lead versus BC. We'll take our final timeout, break down the matchup versus Florida State to open ACC tournament play tomorrow, 2 p.m. Set your watches, set your calendars. We'll be on the air for you to begin the postseason. We'll wrap up the Josh Pastor Show after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. That frosty chill in the air is here to stay. Just make sure that pesky pests like roaches, ants, and rodents aren't trying to join in on the winter fun. This is the time of year when pests and wildlife intruders start seeking food and shelter inside your home or business as the temperatures drop. Luckily, you can trust the pest control experts at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home or business pest-free inside and out. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. 
You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Postseason gauntlet kicks off tomorrow, 2 p.m. at Greensboro Coliseum, the 2023 ACC tournament for your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets as they look to continue a strong closing stretch of the regular season. A second meeting of the year with Florida State, 2 p.m. Our network airtime, 1.30. You can hear it right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. A little less than a minute and a half, Coach. You're a completely different team than two months ago to the day tomorrow that faced Florida State in Tallahassee. But break down some of the keys Things you need to execute better coming off that first matchup. Yeah, we're, we're a totally different team than the last time we played uh, Florida State, as you mentioned, and we're just different. And so I think the big execution is, um, you know, we just got to continue to be who we are. Now, we might have to I, – I told our guys, might be one of those games where you're shooting another 43s again. It could be uh, one of those. Now, you got to stick them and make them, but, but we've got to continue to move the ball, play the right way. Uh, we got to be really good defensively. I thought Matthew Cleveland um, had a really good game against us last time. So did Caleb Mills. So we got to be better defensively. Um, but I'm excited. Look, we've we've played well, and we just got to keep it going. And hopefully, our momentum, our rhythm, our energy, the positivity just continues to carry as we move forward. Well, you've given fans a lot of reason for positivity. It's been fun to watch, and we look forward to the story continuing tomorrow at 2 p.m. And on that, we wrap up not only this edition but this season of the Josh Pastor Radio Show. Coach, it's been a blast all season. Thanks so much. Thank you, Andy, for all you do. Miller, thank you for everyone back there. And for all the fans, Yellow Jacket Nation, we thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. For Josh Pastor, I'm Andy Demetra. Thanks once again for listening, everybody. Have a great night. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one-selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the east side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails, plus live music and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit newrealmbrewing.com for more and we're back with breaking news coke zero sugar might be the best coke ever that's right jim coke zero sugar is a must try for any coke fan so make sure you jim <laughs> jim we're on the air Ooh, yes this tastes like the best coke ever to me your thoughts jen well can i have a sip <laughs> jen we're in the middle of reporting the news i need to try it first be honest since you got up this morning have you done anything new tried any new foods listen to new music or taken a new route the good news is the day isn't over hey lexus turn it up and the reinvented lexus rx is definitely something new with heart-pounding design, intelligent technology, and the first-ever RX 500H Performance Hybrid. Never lose your edge with the all-new Lexus RX. 
See your Atlanta area Lexus dealer. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. You've been listening to the Coach Josh Pastner Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets hoops and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.